Welcome to the Guys Review, where we review media, products, and experiences. I think I'm sexy. Do you so, think you're sexy? <laughs> so, who would win in a fight, Mahatma Gandhi or Madame Curie? Oh, Madame Curie would poison his ass. <laughs> I don't know. Gandhi was like a woman beater, though. You know, like he beat his wife. You know, he would like make like his like nieces and stuff sleep in bed next to ne- him naked. naked. Yeah, he said it was like a test of his. Uh, yeah, strength to, or spiritual cleanliness or whatever. That is a true story. I mean, I, I don't doubt it. But I think his, probably, his ass would be registering if he was still alive. <laughs> you think you think he cranked one out when they went to sleep? I mean, on him, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and you said this was his daughters, right? Nieces, N- nieces, nieces, I th- nieces, nieces like cousins, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So, <clears throat> oof. Did he have a kid? Yeah, Uncle, like, Uncle Gandhi. Why am I sticky? Yeah, I think I think like his kid came and like talked to Auburn like about how great he was and be like, nah, your you, you dude was like a pedophile. Well, I mean, you know, there are certain shades of gray. I mean, I think overall, no, that's not a shade of gray. That's fucking black. I gave you that. Right there from Utah. That'd be all right. <laughs> what? Where? How, I don't even know what to fucking say to that. I think God blessed that one. <laughs> <laughs> all right, John Smith. Ah, Jesus Christ, Joseph Smith. Whatever. John Smith. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I didn't even introduce myself. My name is Steven. I'm one of your four co-hosts. With us, as always, are Chris, Trey, and Tucker. Say hello, fellas. Hello. Hello. So How's t- it going? Today, we're going to... Sorry, I just cut you off. You did. Uh, sorry, I'm just trying to... We need to I'm, I'm not get this important. Rig-roll. No, you're not. We're going to get this rigged <laughs> Today, we're going to be reviewing Bloodsport, but before we do that, we're going to tell a little bit about our weeks and... Um, you okay over there? Yeah, you were acting so weird today. <laughs> Fucking goofy as hell all weekend, man. Well, he did drink a beer last night, and that's the first time I've seen him drink in, I think, ever. And you didn't finish it. No, I didn't. He drank, he drank about two thirds of it. Yeah, maybe he's still drunk. Maybe he's still drunk from that. So we'll we'll just go and we'll go in a Trey Tucker me Chris order since Trey it's your your weekend you had a big weekend so tell us about your your week and your weekend. Uh, I think we had like a baby shower yesterday. You like, think? Yeah. I mean, I mean, we were all there, so I, I mean, you know, like it was like a normal Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> so you often. Uh, swaddle and put diapers on plastic baby dolls. That's you like a normal. You, yeah, you don't. I mean, occasionally. Yeah. Not, not really, because I've never had to go to fucking couples baby showers, Chris. Yeah, I didn't. Say I would blame his wife for that, one hundred percent. I will just say that when when I told y'all I had to be there, so y'all had to be there. <laughs> it's not like we wouldn't have been there later anyway. That's the thing, though. Ashley, when Ashley had her baby shower for Abby. Like it was at her mom's house, number one, so that was helpful. But like they were, I was like, "Do I need to be there?" And they're like, "No, don't come. We don't want you there." And I'm like, "Perfect." And I think I literally think I think we went shooting, or I went shooting with someone. I think not us. Seven, uh, not eight me. years <laughs> ago, not definitely not you. I didn't know you then. Yeah. Tucker, how was, uh, how was your week? Bought a smoker, smoked a brisket. It was great, and I found some two two three ammo at Academy Sports. So happy days. Yeah, thanks for letting me know, because I you, found it the next day. Yeah, well, I went back today and bought some. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, bought 120 rounds. They let you buy that much? It was. They had a box of 120. Oh, yeah. They had the thing was, limit to. They had that today. Yeah, they had like 15 or 20 boxes up there. So I got a box of 120. It cost me fucking 75 dollars. If, if we wrap this up, you might be able to make it. I doubt yeah, we'll wrap this up. It's Sunday. I don't know what time they close. Yeah. I just bought two two twenty rounds because they said that that's all they can sell. You can only buy two. Yeah, well, I mean, you could buy two of the hundred and twenty rounds, but I want to spend a hundred and fifty dollars. No, me. Uh, my week was pretty decent. Um, not, I mean, besides the the, the baby, baby shower, shower, that was pretty fun. Normal work week, just kind of crazy. 
you know, real estate stuff. And then uh, today, so next weekend, uh, we're going to the lake with some friends and kind of big weekend. <laughs> Tucker's going to be on call, so he can't leave the county. <laughs> Your wife is coming from what I understand, too. Did you tell me that? Yeah. Yeah, Courtney says she's going <laughs> and leaving my ass at home. So she's going to have a good time is basically what I'm hearing from this. She actually is going to enjoy herself one weekend. She'll probably even... Never mind, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> so anyways, I was going to... No. Um, but let's see. Trying, oh, but we took out... So we have a pontoon boat that I've talked about before, but we also have a sea ray, which is like a ski boat. And we don't take that one out as much because Abby doesn't like it. It's It's bouncy and she's little she's afraid she's gonna get thrown out or something so but we took that one out in anticipation of going next weekend because we're gonna have some bigger girls you know older girls that might want a tube or something so that'd be more fun than the little slow pontoon boat yeah so that's all i got i I like how you're pointing out that you have two boats to all the people struggling to get their first boat well privilege alert yeah the first boat was free it was given to me (laughs) It was, but it, it, to be right. fair, I did offer to pay. Uh, to be fair, to, to be fair, to be fair. Oh. It, it's also like a what eighty. It's an eighty-seven. It's an eighty-seven Sea yeah. Ray. It's been well kept though. Don't get me yeah, wrong. Yeah. Could so. use some wax, but it, I offered to pay for it as my parents' boat, and they're like, "No, it's okay. We're going to buy a new one." But I did buy the pontoon, paid for it. So I'm just trying, you know, something to do on the weekends with the kids. Kid, there you go, Chris. How about you, buddy? I'm, slow week, just a slow week, man. Enjoyed yep. chilling. Very nice. Didn't annoy the wife or anything. All right. Well, we'll move on to the next segment. Are you ready for fan mail. <laughs> yeah, the non-existent fan mail that, that we is, don't fucking have. That's not the point here. Because we have shitty fans. That's. <laughs> oh Jesus. Except for Haley, right? The shittiest of fans. <laughs> <laughs> Look, hey, if it's it, to be fair again, to my, fair. my wife told me last night who her favorite on the podcast is, and it ain't me. Yeah, she told me. Is it you? Was yeah. it you? That's what she said. She might have just been telling me because it was my party yesterday. No, it, it, it is you. She told me that last night. She was about three or four white claws in and was like, I love you, but you're not my favorite on the podcast. <laughs> like, thanks well, but, for breaking it easy. Because, they, I mean, they're around us all day long. I mean, they know how annoying we are. So, of course, that, ma- that makes total sense to me. And vino veritas. What? In, in wine, there's truth. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, I mean we've had interactions like uh, the guy who recommended um, what uh, Justin. What did he recommend that we that we did? Was it Warrior? Justin recommended no, no. My friend Brent recommended Warrior. There, we did one right before that. My buddy Justin recommended. And I can't remember what it was now. Mean Starship Trooper? Me, no, it had to be Starship Trooper. No, um, no, that was Marcus. Somebody recommended yeah, that one. Was Marcus. That was Marcus. No, maybe it was, I was I, I told you he had. Rec- I think we talked about hackers last week. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what like, it was. That was one of the shitty nominations you threw up. But it was from an act. But hey, I'm just saying we had interactions. But anyways, point being is um, yeah, I'm still okay with doing hackers. I think we're gonna do what we're gonna do is start a Twitter DM group because our the pro- other podcasts that I like to listen to, producing they have a very active Twitter DM group. It's a lot of fun. And then they end up doing Zoom episodes. Or like I was on a Zoom episode with them a couple of weeks ago. So um, we'll start that. And if anyone wants to join, you know, we'll we'll put it out there. And then um, Trey, why don't you tell since you're your, your baby the uh, the the referral. Finder's okay. fee. Okay, so basically we're going to give $100 to the person who refers the most with the minimum cap of 20 referrals. Basically, if they go on, they like, they rate us, and you can leave a comment. On, on Apple Apple Podcasts. Yeah, like I, I don't really know Apple, but if you can figure out how to do it on something else or whatever. Yeah, it, ha- it has to be Apple. We don't want the Google reviews. <laughs> hey, I Google. Don't think, <laughs> I don't think you can. I don't think you can write. Like I asked uh, 
my buddy John. I was like, hey, man, what are you listening to? He's like, through Google. I was like, can you review us? Like, help us out. And he's like, I don't see any place to review. Like, you can't leave stars or anything. Yeah. But, but I mean, really? you do get the subscriber, though. But yeah. I'll, but yeah. if you do it, like, we're going to cap it at a minimum of 20. Whoever has the most gets 100 bucks at, at the end of July. End of July. So, yeah. cool. All right. And so far, there have been zero referrals. So, get your asses in gear. Yeah. I mean, I mean seriously, it's 300 bucks, you pieces of shit. <laughs> Well, and to, again, to be fair, to be fair, we started this on the previous episode, which at this point now has not come out yet. So, well, yeah, but but uh, since you have like three houses under contract right now and are about to make a ton of money, we can just make you pay the hundred bucks. No, not gonna happen. Twenty five each. I mean, who who votes? Stephen pays out the total. Yeah, he's not going to. He's on my side. Yeah, he twenty five. There you go. Bloodsport. Bloodsport. Directed by uh, Newt Arnold, uh, which, by the way, I looked in. Newt Arnold, had, he only directed two other films. It was called Bloodthirst in 1971, and in 1962, Hands of a Stranger, which, that sounds kind of creepy now that I'm, I'm actually reading that out loud. I think I saw a porno like that. <laughs> exactly, my point. Uh, everything else, he was a second unit director. But, unfortunately, he apparently passed away of leukemia. Oh, shit. Yeah. Really? Did you not know that? No. <laughs> he was like 2001, maybe? How about 2010? 2010, wow. Yeah. I got, you know. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Terrible. That dyslexia is kicking in bad. Just a little bit. All right. Uh, it stars Jean-Luc Van Damme, Donald Gibb, Jean Leah. Jean-Luc. Jean-Luc. Jean-Luc Picard. That is, woo. That was, that was pretty epic, wasn't it? Yeah. You all right over there, Tucker? Is that your new thing? Like, just fucking up names? <laughs> what was the other one? Jack Russell? <laughs> <laughs> well, Donald Gibb was one that... Yeah, that was last time. No, but I did remember it was... Uh, was it Andy Gibb last time? I did night? Andy Gibb yeah. the other day. But no, we were doing uh, Kurt Russell, and I said Jack Russell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even catch it. I didn't even catch that. Oh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Sorry, Jean-Luc. Nice. Donald Gibb, uh, Leah Airy, Ayers, Ayers, thank you, Norman Burton, and Forrest Whitaker, and Bolo Young. It was released February 26, 1988, on a budget of $1.5 million, which is $3.4 million in 2021. Box office take of $50 million, which is $112 million, $112.9 million in 2021. This is a big hit. Yeah, I mean, like, this director, movie. like, despite having, like, very little uh, other opportunities, he had great commercial success. Yeah, it sounds like this one would, would be what you would call a financial success. A financial success, maybe. But, all right, hang on. You said one and a half million dollars and it made 50? Yeah, that's a big jump. That's, yeah, that's that's a big, and, big and, jump. And that's an 80s money, so, like, like that's like a billion dollars. <laughs> I told you. It, now, today, that movie would have cost $3.4 million to make, and it would have made $112 million. Goodness, yeah, that's, 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 like, that's like a billion to me, because I'll never see that much money. <laughs> <Yeah>. 3.4, <laughs> $112, a billion, it's all the same shit. Yeah. So, I would like to take this opportunity to challenge Bolo Young to an arm wrestling contest. I don't know. I bet, I'll be willing to bet the, the Anabolic Express has ended by now. Uh, that's why I think I can take him. <laughs> Or Paige Van Zandt if she wants to come and fight me in a kumite. <laughs> oh, God. I got to tweet all this out. Okay. Uh, ratings. IMDb gave it a 6.8 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes has it at 40%. Metacritic at 29%. Google users, 90%. Well, hold up. Bolo Young is in his 70s, so Trey Mike could take him at this point. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's, uh, and he's probably off the Anabolic Express. Probably. Maybe. Maybe not. Uh, he could still be riding it. Who needs balls, right? But you, you piss him off, he could just rip that arm off. A little bit of roid rage. Absolutely. Killed a dude. He did kill a dude. <laughs> killed two dudes. Yeah. 
Was I, it the first? I almost killed another one in this movie. I thought I thought he did, but apparently he didn't. Yeah. Uh, while not nominated for any awards, uh, Van Damme was nominated for a Golden Raspberry Award for the worst new star, but he lost to Ronald McDonald. Yes, from McDonald's in the movie Mac and Me. Yeah, the shitty ET ripoff. Yeah, the <laughs> one that uh, Paul Rudd uses. On Conan every time mm-hmm. when he brings a clip where the kid's going down the cliff and he goes off the cliff because he's in a wheelchair. <laughs> I, always, I always love watching those. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Fuck your kids. Are you talking about kids going off cliffs in wheelchairs? or No, just Paul Rudd yeah, when he does Paul that. Rudd. Paul Rudd in yeah, general. Being clever. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, guys, what, what's, the, what's the first time you ever saw this movie? Memories? Anything that you Memories. stood out? Memories. Uh, Trey? I mean, I, I would think I probably saw it in like 19... 19- 94-ish, maybe. About 10 years old. So yeah. that's very fucking specific. Yeah. What, did yeah. your balls drop that year? Is that why you remember it? Yeah, because uh, I remember it because it was the year I fucking saw Bloodsport. <laughs> <laughs> Defining moment of your life. Uh, yeah. It's a milestone <laughs> marker. Great. It is a milestone for me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I, I agree with you, Trey. I caught it on cable at some point in the early 90s, but again, I was a martial arts freak when I was growing up, so... I, I have loved this movie ever since. When are you going to start doing martial arts? <laughs> <laughs> or martial science? Martial yeah, science. martial science. Martial science. Good one. My first time watching this movie was May 14th, last Friday. Awesome. Never, never ever seen it. And, and now he has experienced it and, in all and, of its glory. And, and his life has the, changed. The only time I've, in real life I've ever seen a train wreck, like in real time. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's now, crazy. now your daughter can look at you finally as a man. Mm. I mean, I've seen a legit train wreck, so this doesn't even compare. Right? Yeah, it's probably not as bad as this. Yeah. I think Chris dude died in that train wreck you saw. <laughs> I saw it in probably 1989, because like I said, my dad owned a video, video store, store, so uh, we checked it out, and like I, I took karate when I was younger, so yeah. we all probably thought we were going to compete in the Kumite. In the Kumite. Kumite. So, yeah, so what was, it, what was it you called it earlier? The K- Kumite or something like Kumati that. Kumati or whatever. Kumati, yeah. Kumite. Kumite. So. I just want to bring that back up since, you know. Guys, if I hit the Powerball this week, can we open a VHS store and literally just have VHSs for like movie rentals? I'm down. I've told you. Rent out the VHS players? Yeah, you have to I'm, rent out the VHS players. Well, yeah, you have well, to. Okay, yeah. so here's the question. VHS tapes wear out. Where the fuck are we going to get these VHS tapes? Uh, all sorts of like pawn shops and like. Yeah, you go to a lot of pawn shops. take VHS tapes anymore, do they? No, they will. Sure they will. Antique stores, then. You dropped those. Have you been to Angel Antiques recently? That's that whole different. Full that's a, that's, a, that's, 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 you just that's drop, worse than the dirt mall from Mall Rats. But, but you just drop the box off and you leave. Yeah. That's usually what happens. Just go to Angel's Antiques yeah, and be like, here, I'll give you $1,000 for all of it. Leave a $5 bill in there for somebody to take it. For it. I'm more giving. I was trying to make the deal. Okay, so we here's where we go. We open on an Asian cityscape. There is a ring that is being built and overseen. A few guys are seen training and fighting. Donald Gibb, because we don't know his name yet, is shown training, and someone tells them that he could be killed if he goes to the Kumite, to which he replies. I they yelled his name out in that scene. They, they did call Jackson. him Jackson in there. Did they call him Jackson? Yeah. Okay. I was typing, and I didn't hear it. Uh, if he goes to the Kumite, which he replies, only if you fuck up. <laughs> At this point, you have to realize this is like the worst kept secret underground <laughs> martial art fight ever. Well, I don't even realize, like, again, so I'm typing this as I'm watching it for the first time. So missing his name, my, my bad, but like, I didn't even know it was supposed to be like a secret until later on. Like I didn't recognize like, Oh, I thought everyone knew about this. No, it's apparently mm, no. Jean-Claude Van Damme, Jean-Claude. Okay. I got it right. Yeah. Uh, he was shown training and is told that the, that the Colonel wants to see him. 
he tells the guy that he has to take a shower first, which he uses as an excuse to bail. Uh, the lieutenant goes to the colonel that can't and tells him they can't find him. And I still argue that the poorly dubbed colonel yells at him to find Dukes, spelled Ducks, D-U-X. Dukes is shown visiting someone. There seems to be a flashback of kids breaking into a house and the kids peer pressuring Frank to participate in the robbery. Burglary. Burglary. Jesus. Robbery requires force, force or implied force. When someone comes home, they bail, leaving Frank. It flashes back and forth. Uh, Dukes is getting kicked by a kid and looking at the looking at the sword and the and the man explaining in a very bad Asian accent about the katana. Uh, we see the man explaining to Frank's parents why he needs martial arts. The boys are shown martial st- science. Did he say science? Yeah, yeah he said martial science. 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 The boys are shown training, and Frank wants to keep on fighting, but the boy doesn't, and even calls him Round Eye. Uh, Frank then saves the boy from getting bullied. Dukes is seen talking to the man again. He seems to be mourning his son. He tries to convince him to continue training, and he explains why he can't because of the death of his first family in Nagasaki and now his second son. Dukes explains that he is worthy of being trained. Cut to Dukes being thrown around a ton and a training montage, the first of many. You know, okay. it's pretty crazy, though, like, because this little kid's a badass, and like he's getting his ass beat by like these two Americans, and then like the half of Frittata like comes in there and like, just starts whipping ass. Second time, I mean, he comes in like fucking Lenny from Mice and Men, like, <laughs> using that Frittata. Which way did he go, George? Which way did he go? Yeah. Okay, so so Hold damn on, wait, 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 I, I, got, I got like two sentences. Uh, he was serving tea blindfolded. He stops a back chop, and he's also shown to be tied up and like stretched out in questionable pain. Until he zins out and pulls the contraption down. Silent acceptance is given. Dukes is kneeling Dukes is kneeling and the man approaches him with the katana and gives it to him as this he lays is a lot it. More than two sentences. It is. It's just a real long run on sentence. It is actually it's two sentences. He lays you his hand on his shoulder. So it's like five. He lays his hand on his shoulder in approval. That was actually let's see how I can That's one sentence. Just because you didn't put periods two, in doesn't mean it's less three, thoughts. Four. Four sentences. <laughs> so it was pretty close to the five I said. So anyways, um, I I have literally seen pieces of wood painted that have more range than the, the, the lieutenant and, and the young Frank Dukes. That okay, kid but, was wooden as fuck. Okay, so yes, he was a very, very shitty child actor that barely spoke English, and that was a... See, yeah, you're, the, I, you're assuming he's, you're assuming he didn't speak English because that was also a shitty French I was accent. Say, I think it was just a really bad accent. I don't. Th- I, I, I'd be willing to bet he was American. I, so I, I wish maybe I knew. He, maybe he was a Frittata like Trey said. Google where. See if you can find out where this was shot. If it was shot in, in America, if it was shot overseas somewhere. Like yeah. obviously there was some that was shot in Hong Kong. America, fuck yeah. Okay, so but uh, so we talked about this being Jean Claude Van Damme's first movie. Like this was the movie that started him on his. Path we hadn't to, talked about it yet. Oh, we hadn't. No. Uh, okay. Well, anyway, this was this was his first movie, and this is the movie that I guess put him on the path to superstardom. And he is his acting chops are super, not. I think. Can we put air quotes around superstardom? <laughs> okay, so no. Back in the night, back in the late eighties and nineties, you had him, you had Steven Seagal, you had <sighs> Sylvester Stallone, Jesus. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Those were your big your names when it came Seagal. to when it came to action movies. Now, I think we can all agree that none of them would be considered great actors but they were really good at what they did and that was making fun action movies didn't stallone win an oscar yeah for, that for was for rocky, uh, rocky. yeah but that was back in the 70s first rocky 
First Rocky was like 1976 or 77. Is that old, really? Yeah, oh yeah. I don't know. Chris, you were with Anita when weird. you saw it, so. <laughs> yeah, did you see it in theaters? No. No, drive in. No. First movie oh, I saw in, in the movie theater was, uh, well, Fox and the Hound. Going to the Wind? E.T. <laughs> I remember seeing E.T. The Great Escape. <laughs> Charlie Chaplin, by the way. Oh, yeah. Um, no, yeah, so no, this, wait, wait. this was the movie that put him on his on his path to being to being a star, and he's made a, a good career out of making fun action movies. Do you prefer Charlie Chaplin or Buster Keaton? You have a favorite? Buster Keaton, really? He's yeah. a little more physical, yeah, than Chaplin was. Bigger stunts. And again, like I said last week, he just I don't know why, but he looks just like Michael Keaton. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. We didn't say he's not. Yeah, even we looked to him, but shit, I mean. Yeah. I don't know why, but he kind of looks like him. Though. So if he's is he supposed to be Air Force or Army? I think Air he's Force. Air Force. I think he's Air Force. But if you know he's that good of a fighter, and you know that that he's trying to sneak off and go to this this secret underground tournament that's not really a secret, why are you going to sp- send one lowly lieutenant to get him? Why not send you know like a, a squad of MPs? Because then you wouldn't have a very good. Well, I mean, you know. And I want to point that out movie this movie ends really fast. This okay. movie is supposed to be based on the life of a real life martial artist, yeah, Frank Dukes. Yep. Which we'll get more into that later. Yeah. But I just want to point that out now. I've got the I've got the bit at the end. Okay. Yeah, I've got that. So, like, seriously, why would you make him like a blind butler and then like want to like backslap him? Because, because he's in, he's, he's, in, train. Uh, he's always in, in training. Yeah, you're always training. He's using more than just his eyesight. He's using his ears and, and touch and everything. I mean, else. I'm, just, he's, I'm just saying, like, if you're pouring me like some tea, like, I'm gonna be like, thank you. Look, his, <laughs> his, not, his, not a not like, a backhand, not, not five across the eyes. You know, this, well, Sen- <laughs> Senzo Tanaka was his shidoshi, so he was training him. That was part of his training exercises. I can't believe that sentence just came out of your mouth. Well, I watched the movie today. <laughs> so <I'm> just, <laughs> Ask him in a week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just it's it, it, this movie is every cliche of an action movie that's ever been done, and that's why it's so great. Oh God, it's just it just beats you over the head with it, and it's it was 1988. Oh, we know. I'm just surprised there, there was nobody. I am surprised there was nobody in the stands during that kumite doing cocaine that we could see. Oh, I'm sure they were, but it wasn't shown. Mm. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we're we're ten minutes into this movie, and we've already had two montages. Yeah, we know it was the 80s. Yeah, Usada wasn't there drug testing those fighters. No, <laughs> they definitely weren't looking for juice. I'm not talking about the fighters. I'm talking about the people watching the kumite. I mean, it's underground. They're betting and everything. I'm all right, sure. all right. Which okay, eighties music. Which one do you prefer more? This one, A little synth. You know, this is like original techno. Okay. Would you fuck me? Yeah, I'd fuck me. I, I think that took away my peace while watching. All right, which one? The white claws. <laughs> Have you gotten to where Trey you don't like it anymore? No, I'm 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 you're I'm out leaving that train. I'm gonna fall back in line with Tucker. You got you on this. I mean, this one has it has. This is catchy. I will tell you. I, this okay. sounds like the intro to a porno. An eighties porno. What, what well, pornos yes. are you watching, bud? An eighties porno. No, I mean it's just, the same one you found in your uncle's room. I mean, it just makes me think of clerks. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, it is a universal rule. Find a tape. You got to put the tape in the VCR and see what's on it. No, not when you find it in your parents' bedroom. That's an or, or well, uncle. Not, when, parents, not when it's well, hidden. In a, not not when it's hidden in a box under the mattress. <laughs> My dad uh, had one. Like 
fall see, away. See, and it said it said wedding day a wedding day video. And so we just pulled out and put it in, just like you said. We wedding. put it in and see what it was. It was definitely not that. It was just it was, the, it was the wedding night. Uh, what's even worse is he it re- wasn't he like re- a homemade. Table. No, no, okay. uh-uh. no. What's worse is he recorded the porno over his wedding day video. <laughs> <laughs> there was maybe some space at the end. Come on, now he's come, respectful. Come back and like, see like the, the cake cutting. <laughs> <laughs> From a cream pie to cream cake. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Jesus, let's get back on track. I don't know how I can recover from that one. I am sorry. That was too bad. That was, I might cut that. No, I'm not. (sighs) Okay. So, a dreamy transition to Duke's entering Mr. Tanaka's room, and he explains he's going to Hong Kong to honor him. That's where all the training really happens, though. What, in Hong Kong? Yeah, with your Shidoshi's uh, bedroom. I love that um, when he walks in, he like asks him, he goes, I feel old. And he looks exactly the same as he does from him being a child to them training him to like now he's apparently dying in bed. He looks, de- they didn't even like gray his hair a little bit, you know? <clears throat> God, anyways. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Don't even fucking say it, Chris. <laughs> I was thinking about saying it, but I just know y'all cut it out. So it's just like, uh. <laughs> what, the Tucker looks older than. Mr. No, no, fuck it. I'm going to say it. Black don't crack. Oh. Oh, yeah, that's, oh. that's definitely getting cut. Steven, we're at 26 minutes. Oh, my God. <laughs> or 25.30. But he's not. He's Wait, aging. Which makes it funnier. Oh, my God. But, you know, it's the same thing in the training. They just had Jean-Claude Van Damme's hair just, like, fluffed up. Yeah. Make him look younger. But he that was have, the only difference. Yeah, he didn't have, have the mullet in this movie, though. No, that was that was in... Uh, Lionheart, I think. Oh my gosh. My, my oldest daughter wants me to get a mullet. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. She told me I should get one, too. Yeah. She was like, it's so cool. Mullet. Yeah, except we're professionals. I'm going to stop this for a second. I got to run upstairs. Okay, so. Moving on. A dreamy transition to Duke's entering Mr. Tanaka's room and explains he's going to... Do we do this? No. Yes. Woman in... Oh, no. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Dukes is on a bus in Hong Kong when Jackson get on and poorly hits on a woman. Uh, a woman did I didn't and tell me if I missed this again because I have this a woman in the bar is looking for information about the Kumite, uh, but but they don't talk about it doesn't explain who she is or anything yet right right okay. Dukes and Jackson fight each other in a video game and they start sharing some respect. Back at Tanaka's house, the, there are two agent looking dudes looking for Dukes again. Did they? ID themselves because I was tired. They showed they showed badges. badges. But yeah. Did we see them? Because well, I, don't I mean, remember. they they flipped out the badge holders. I don't remember if you okay. actually saw the ID. Okay, so we because I I I had no idea who they are because I, I finally get names later on. But anyways, uh, just call him Forrest Whitaker and the white guy. Yeah, so yeah. two agent dudes are looking for Dukes. He and Jackson check into a hotel and meet Victor, their guide to Hong Kong. You Jackson, you look like a Jackson. That will make you Frank Ducks. No, no, no. It's Dukes. Gotcha. Like, put up your Dukes, right? <laughs> I mean, you know, I know that they're in Hong Kong, and I know it's probably English as a second language, but could they have made that any more stereotypical? Nope. And he stays what? that way the whole <laughs> time. <laughs> I like the little guy. I'd hang yeah. out. He was funny. Yeah, he was good. He reminded me of uh, Dr. Ken Jong from, like, uh, yeah. The Hangover. Yeah, but- yeah, yeah. You know, not locked in a trunk. So Victor then takes them to the walled city. They walk down a really long corridor, really showing how crappy this city is and that they're allowed to then enter the temple. Okay, USA. 
okay, USA. That but guy. Again, but, was... they, but they talk about they're going from they're going from Kowloon into an area controlled by the Triads. Okay. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it looks pretty You're talking seedy. about the waltz. Yeah, it was it was pretty rough. It was really really was pretty rough. I mean, I've seen places like that in Opelika. Yeah, <laughs> not with that dude watching the door. You're oh, town. <laughs> okay, USA. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, they're allowed to enter the temple, and and it's it's where we saw in the opening of the movie the the mat that was being built built or whatever. The, there are men practicing and others taking notes. When they give their paperwork, they question Dukes's qualification. Dukes's Dukes 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 qualifications. Everyone gathers to watch him perform the death touch. He dim, br- the dim mock. They call it, I thought they called death touch. It is dim mock. Yeah, it translates touch. to death touch. Oh, okay, yeah. but they say yeah. I'm not going to remember dim mock. They I call it. They, they call it dim mock. It's, it's dim mock because that's the yeah. Mr. Tanaka's uh, move. Uh, he 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 breaks the bottom. He, they they tell him to break the bottom brick, and he and he does, and he's allowed in. But he's also threatened at the same time. If I can find the right one. Very good. But brick, not hit back. That terrible overdubbing. Again, I don't think there was a dubbing issue. I think you had an audio sync issue. With only for only for random people then. Like, it wasn't Jean-Claude Van Damme and his terrible there, accent. There was a part at the very beginning, yeah, it was. What? Like, we're... It, it, was, it was off? Yeah. I, I, think the, I think your audio wasn't synced up, because I have that problem with Amazon Prime sometimes. I got mine. Actually, I watched it through <laughs> my Xbox. So I had my... No, I had I'm, my not, I'm not making jokes. I'm being serious. There are times where I have to, like, turn off my TV and restart the Apple TV to get the audio to sync back up. Okay, so the agents are in Hong Kong still looking for Frank, and they make arrangements with Chinese Inspector Chin to help find him. Again, with the names. Yeah, I'm just going to call him Agent Crazy Eyes and then Agent Normal Eyes. <laughs> I mean, Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. He's got to be Crazy Eyes all day long. <laughs> I'll get names here in a little bit. They finally. How I don't do you know. have such a fucking successful career looking like that? <laughs> hey, you know, the, the, first, the first time I remember seeing him was Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah, I he was a badass. I mean, is player. it really a lazy eye or is it one eye just works harder than the other? Oh, he's, <laughs> no, he's got at you for you. One eye's looking at you, one eye's looking for you. Holy shit. He's going to kill you. He's going to kill me. <laughs> Which one's it going to be? He's going to kill us both. <laughs> that that's, a movie, that's a movie we should look at doing at some point. What's that? Fast Times at oh, Ridgemont man, High. Oh, man, I haven't seen that forever. Such a great movie. It really is. That one does hold up. I even wrote in this, uh, the OK USA guy, what the hell? Like, that was so weird. <laughs> OK USA. <laughs> OK USA. Um, Thumb the, up. Uh, the, the, the dialogue in this movie is just, God, it's just, it's, it's an action movie tropey. Yeah, but I think like, other countries probably like talked like this. Like, you pick up like the... You think if you go to Hong the, Kong the to, a secret, to yeah. a secret fight club, he's going to go, okay, USA? Probably. Yeah. No, that, I mean, I that d- guy, yeah, yeah that, I think that's all he's capable of saying in English. I yeah. do agree with Stephen on this. It is, it, you're hitting a lot of the, the tropes that you get. Cliches. In, the cliches that you yeah. get in, in all of these 80s and 90s action movies, but they're in literally every single one yeah. in some form or another. And they're very formulaic, but that's, God, it's one of those movies you watch and you turn your brain off and you have fun. That's the problem. My my brain was fully active. <laughs> I was registering all the crap that was being thrown at my face. <laughs> um, and then let's see. Uh, I also I just wrote down. This is every quote unquote action movie you ever made. It's just. It's like this is like a this is the blueprint 
for any movie that came after. Well, it. You know, you you've got there you Jean, go. laid the foundations. Jean Claude Van Damme. I guess I'll give you that credit. You yeah. got him in Bloodsport, and then what, which two is or three from years, what you said, the same movie. Oh no, that, two no. or three years later, Kickboxer. he did the movie Kickboxer. I don't even think it was that long. I think it was like a year later. I think this came out in '88, and I think Kickboxer came out in '89. It's possible, but I mean, yeah. they're I, they're almost identical fucking movies, yeah. except for the dance scene. Apparently, yeah, so, the, the dance scene was fun. So here's the thing: uh, there's a guy named Michel Kisi who is a Morocco-born Belgian, and um, How, he, he grew up fighting with Jean-Claude Van Damme doing, and doing karate. Well, he's in this movie, and then he's also Tung Po in kickboxing. <laughs> I did not realize that. Yeah. Was, where was he in this movie? Uh, I'm going to show you. You remember at the very beginning when it looks like there's a Hispanic gentleman beating the shit out of a black guy, and then there's a bunch of other Hispanic-looking people like around the campfire cheering him on? Vaguely, yeah. Yeah, vaguely. Yeah, yeah. That's the, the guy. The training montage. That is Tung Po. Doesn't look like a Tung Po. Uh, well, you know. No, that's not his real name. That's hold a little it, better. Hold it, show it to me. That's the same guy. It's a good I, thing I this can, is a very visual that, medium yeah. that we're recording <laughs> in. Yeah. I mean, no, I can, see, I, I can see that. That's, that is the same guy. So wow. maybe you should tell him what to Google so he can see what we're looking at. Uh, Michelle Kesey, look him up. Okay. All right. We're gonna Q-I-S-S-I, keep... yeah. Say, spell it one more time. Q-I-S-S-I. Okay. Yeah, the, I, the, the montage at the beginning, it's, it's, I didn't... I was watching it, and I was like, what am I watching? These guys are fighting. There's that guy who's down on all fours, and he climbs up the tree and then chops the coconut. Busts the coconut. Yeah, it was a capoeira, it looks like. Yeah, well, like, I had no idea who these guys were, but then they obviously end up popping up later on in the movie. At this super secret invitation-only Kumite tournament. That everyone knows about. That has, a, that has an awesome song, by the way. Kumite. I I know you two won't get this, but do you remember years ago when Chael Sonnen was picking a fight with uh, Vanderlei Silva? I'm sorry. Yes, I I do. And he was talking about how, you know, like he wouldn't have talked shit like if he had known that there was computers in Brazil. (laughs) I do remember that, actually. (laughs) That's funny. Okay, here we go. Uh, the woman uh, who was looking for info earlier on the Kumite is being aggressively hit on by some what appear to be like. Asian Middle Eastern men? Uh, well, I'm going to call them the Iron Sheik. Mm. Fair enough. I like yeah. that. Uh, and when, when, when one of them is about to hit her, Dukes steps in, steps in, stops him. Instead of fighting, though, he makes a bet about grabbing a coin out of his hand before he can close it. Frank, of course, wins the bet, and he and the woman go for a walk. Well, hold up. That's why he was grabbing fish out of that koi pond, because he was training for yeah, that very moment. From the training That montage. exact Incident. There he, is a flashback before he grabs the coin of him grabbing the fish out of the water. I mean, yeah. well, this is a lesson we can take into life. Oh, it, God. I mean, uh, magic tricks stop rapes. Yes. <laughs> close-up magic. Yes. Close it's going to be close-up magic. Yeah. But it blew the, the guy's mind. He's the, like, I don't want to rape this chick anymore. And like, he, he's just like, you can have her. Yeah, but what does he say uh, when he didn't realize he's lost the coin? You lose, asshole American, or something, something like, like or that. Or American yeah. asshole. Yeah, and then like he that. just points, and he opens his hand. He's like, oh, it's, shit, it's a different color. <laughs> I guess I can't rape yeah, her now. Fucking Frank Dukes was actually born in Canada, so he's not really an American asshole. I guess he'd be a Canadian This asshole. Frank wasn't. This Frank was apparently... Born in Belgium? Yeah, but then his parents immigrated because we saw that when the guy was talking about or the vines. I don't know. I mean, because, like, you know. Like, but this explains his accent. But, yeah, but back to my point about this kid being half a frittata. Like, did you notice in the beginning, like, he has a San Francisco Giants hat, but then, like, a New York Giants fucking shirt? Like, he doesn't even know, like, it's two separate Giants? I did not see that. Yeah. Okay. Good catch. Yeah. Should have brought it up earlier, but that's good. I'm okay with it. I mean, I, I can only make so many references to how the kid's a frittata. <laughs> He's, yeah. 
Okay, so uh, Frank wins the bet, and he and the woman go for a walk. She re- she reveals that she's a reporter and explains she wants to know more about the kumite that everyone knows about that's secret. Uh, Frank is shown training, doing the splits between the chairs in his room. <laughs> Jackson comes in and is confused, but talks to him anyway. Wait, didn't we see them in bed too? Was was it at that moment? No, 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 no. no, no. Wait, Jackson and, and Dukes or no? Like the, the, the chick, <laughs> the reporter. No, no, that's later. no not I, yet. Later. They just they just had dinner. I didn't know if like the close up magic, you know, dropped her panties like because she was just like so excited. <laughs> they just, like, holy shit! They like, just slid off. off. Yeah, it just huh. falls right off. <laughs> uh, Jackson coming in and sees, like I said, Dukes. He's doing the splits between two chairs. That hurts me just looking at it. Which and Van Damme does that in in just about every, every movie. single movie. That's his I mean, thing. Yeah, I will. I'll go on. I'll go ahead and say this now. Um, much like Kano for the new Mortal Kombat, Jackson Jackson carries Jackson carries this whole fucking movie. God bless. Can we stop calling him Jackson? Just start calling him Ogre. I'm okay with that. I mean, it's the same guy. It is the same Nerds. guy from Revenge of the Nerd. Nerds. <laughs> Though I actually weirdly, I, obviously you hate him in that movie because he's a bully and do you hate him? He's a, he's a I jock. Think he's, I think he's lovable in that movie. But I think, but I like him in this because he has he, more personality. Well, he's very oafish in Revenge of the Nerds, yeah. and in this one, he's then later on he becomes a nerd. He does. That's yeah. true. Yeah. But in this movie, like he's more of four a, movies down the line. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's just more rounded as a person. As a I guess. Person. Yeah. yeah, and he's not so one dimensional. I guess. I mean, he kind of is, but at the same time, just yeah, in yeah, a different he, way, I guess. But, but he, more, but he doesn't come off as a. Dumbass jock in yeah, this. Yeah, he actually comes it, off. Yeah. As, Which movie had better sequels? Would you say the Godfather series or Revenge of the Nerds? Where the fuck did that come from? We're talking about like Revenge of the Nerds. We're here. talking about Bloodsport, and we're just talking yeah. about that. You just talked about how he's a fucking jock, you dipshit. Because <laughs> well, you brought up calling him ogre. Technically, I'm, I'm going to go with the nerds. I think so too. Yeah. Okay, Jackson. All that character growth. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So okay, here we go. So Godfather. They, they go to the Kumite. Uh, they explain the rules and and how the Kumite works. Uh, <laughs> Dukes, Dukes has a stare down and the tournament begins. Uh, victim Victor tells them the only way to win is to is to knock them out a submission or to throw them out of the ring. Do you know the submission word? I can't remember. Mate. Yeah. Mate. Mate. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, Hajime the, means start. Mate means. Give up, uncle. Uncle, Uh, the men fight and blood is shown. Jackson tells him that's why they call this blood sport. No, I guess that's Jackin. That's not. No, I'm not gonna do that. Talking about ogre. Yeah. No, Jackson. Yeah. Jackson tells him (laughs) ogre. Ogre. Yeah. Ogre. Jesus. (laughs) I read the wrong way. Jackson fights next. He gets kicked in the face and then takes the guy out in one punch. Chong Lee is called and everyone chants his name as he is the reigning champion. The match starts and he easily defeats the opponent, setting a new world record of 14 seconds, which is 10 seconds longer than Tucker. <laughs> Duke's, oh. Duke's turn comes and he's fighting the same guy who tried to hit... Uh, I'm the, sorry, I'm not aware that you've ever seen me fuck. Who tried to hit the reporter... No, I've just heard stories. And tells him... It was quick, but I was watching. <laughs> now I sh- and, oh, and this is what he tells him. Now I show you some trick or two. Hmm. Some trick or two. God. Uh, they fight, and he defeats him even quicker than the previous fight. So again, never mind. It's His first fight of the Kumite sets a world record. So, well, but here's the thing. He, he here's the. I, I'm, I'm questioning this because he goes down. Duke starts walking away, and then the dude he's faking, so he yeah. gets back up. So wouldn't the fight technically? Well, the fight was, the fight was over. He's I don't even so. though he was faking it. Uh, the referee was checking on him, and he's on the ground, not moving. The fight's over because he's faking it. I mean, like by like real standards, but I mean, like this is a made up kumite. This is, yeah, this is this like, is a fake kumite. This is fight to the death shit. If it comes to that, 
I guess you would be right, actually. Uh, bites and some guys that we saw early on, like the guy crawling on all fours. Yeah. So. Yeah. Capoeira guy. Capoeira guy. And we've already covered it. Jackson is the best part of this movie, and only because he's just kind of funny, and he just—he's the only thing that is not. I mean, he—he's the funny sidekick that is in every. He's a—he's a—he's a goofball, but he's a well-intentioned goofball. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I always liked uh, Paulo Toka. Like he was like a Muay Thai champion. Yeah, he and, was. And, he was fun to watch. Yeah, like he, he's the one. You know, throwing like, knees and elbows. Yeah. He's the one that when he gets up, he does this. Yeah, is that really that. their stance? No, that's that's traditional Muay Thai is to put your put your hands up uh-huh. like that. Yeah, um, and it's. It opens up your ribs, but it also allows you to throw elbow shots a lot faster, mm. which is legal in Muay Thai. So the 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 fights when they they're just to me terribly choreographed. Like you can every punch comes is like six inches off the face. You can tell some of the slow motion ones where they actually do hit someone. Like like they'll kick them in the side so you, you see the skin move. But I mean, uh, like. Dude gets punched and he turns around. He's blood so, and everything. It's just. I love that. I love the. Badass. I love the sound that they they use to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, to do these. It's not that, but it's not a sound. It's more like a like a. Well, it's. I actually. Uh, it's on MythBusters. They did a MythBusters episode on this one time, and it's. It, it's several sounds overlaid, yeah, but one full, of them. One being of a Foley them is, artist making sounds. Yeah, one of them is like, no shit, taking a baseball bat and hitting a side of beef. That's that's part of that that punch impact sound so it's it's fake but it's again it's what it's what you expect from a jean-claude van damme action movie yeah shitty sound i I was sort of disappointed like uh there was no representative from lethway in this like lethway is like burmese boxing so Mm. it's like muay thai except like headbutts are legal Oof, because I feel like in a fight like this, like headbutts would probably come into play have you ever headbutted anybody i haven't but i want to so bad like I just want to catch like somebody unsuspecting, just like grab the shirt and just pull them right in. Like I've, I've never done it, but I just can't imagine that it ends well for anybody. I get irrationally mad when people hit me in my head, so like I just don't like that. Since I've, I was a kid, I mean, because you know when you headbutt, you're supposed to use your forehead and, yeah, you get and the aim for the yeah. aim for the nose because soft target in theory. But what happens if you miss and you hit their mouth? Have I've, you ever? I've, I've have seen you, some stuff on YouTube. Have you, you ever punched somebody in the mouth? Anybody ever punched anybody? Or anybody ever been punched in the mouth? Where, yeah. When you got I, suckered, where did yeah. he get you? He got me like right there. Because I've been, I've been hit. both punched and it was pretty good. But he was like a little guy. It was like, uh, he was like sort of like methy looking. So like, <laughs> why would you, you weren't? Were you this big? No offense. I mean, uh, no, dude. I was. Fuck. Oh, I know how big you were. Hold on. I was about two hundred pounds. Totally forgot about this earlier. What did you get a picture? Haley showing my yearbook. Oh <laughs> shit! This is trained about eighth grade, huh? by the way. Yeah, I was fucking thin, Let's dude. See. You don't look much you like, look like out a there. fucking serial killer. I can, I can, the it only, never panned out. I see your I see the, I see the eyes because mm-hmm. I can't really see your mouth for the beard and everything. Yeah, Are you part Asian? Fuck you, no. <laughs> God, I thought it. You said it though. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, if I was, you couldn't make fun of me right now. God yeah, but you could contribute money. a lot more to this to this movie. <laughs> so, by the way, I just want you to know also that you're that's now your your my your picture mm-hmm. in the group chat. You see up there, Chris. I don't have a picture of you, so that's fine. <laughs> I'll have to post that on the when this comes out. Yeah, you will. Thirteen year old Trey. Mm-hmm. No, you're not that young. I guess you're like what fourteen, fifteen. I was like eighth grade. So eighth grade. Yeah. How did you know Haley showed me that? Because uh, Whitney told me. Whitney, I told you not to tell him. What does it matter? 
Because it was supposed to be like a surprise. I've got fucking she, hey, in my hey, house. Hey, I'm going to come over and look hold at them. She has pregnancy brain. You can't really blame this 100% on her. <sighs> you can come look at all my yearbooks. Like, well, I've got mine, but it's just funnier to surprise you. No one expects to be like, oh, look, I got your eighth grade photo. Like, that's kind of random. Plus, y'all, the laughs y'all got. Well, I mean, it's a funny photo. Um, so, back to the movie. The pecs. Like, oh, Bolo every, Young? God. I mean, just anabolic steroids. Like, they're so overly inflated and fake you know what, what if he's not on steroids in this movie would you issue an apology yeah what yes. if he had like what if he had like a tumor or something that made him look like that <laughs> that is so fake it is so fake it's just so look every, i'm sure everybody I mean, in that movie was on some sort of enhancement enhancement yeah the juice with the exception of maybe ogre there's a bunch not, of dudes god damn it now you got me doing it <laughs> with the exception of maybe jackson and again, you know, my, my note here is that the slow-mo is just terrible because you can just always see they're just missing. And again, I think we talked about this okay, already. But, but like, you're talking about a movie that is 33 he years He comes old. in with a punch and one guy blocks it and then goes inside and gets like seven punches. This dude just standing there going... You ever seen like a video on YouTube of like prison stabbings? Like, that's exactly that's what, how it, it looks happens. like. Yeah, take a shiv and just... Uh-huh, just and and they go for like quantity, not quality on those. Yeah, you're not going for you're not aiming for pinpoint accuracy. You're just but going he, for. But okay, okay. It's like the, a carpet bomb. The difference here is this: when you're uh-huh. shiving someone, it's the force is going through the skin. You're not pushing into the body. When you're punching someone, that person would be pushed away from you because you're Newton's law force. You know, you're pushing them away. They wouldn't just stand there and just go like this. You'd start staggering back because you're getting pushed. I don't pushed think so. I think, if you're yeah. getting, I think if you're getting hit and like your body's shutting down, like a liver punch, like you ain't running very far. Mm. Maybe. He's, he's not wrong about that. Who was it? Uh, Steve Miocic got Cormier with a, with a liver punch and that's pretty much what stopped that fight. Because it takes your body, I don't know, just, 15, 20 seconds yeah, to register he, that you just got fucked and then you hit you, the canvas. Yeah, your body just shuts down you get hit in the liver. Really? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. You like die? No, no. No, I mean like, but your muscles don't work. You just like. It's it's, it's so like, incredibly painful. Um, it's like it, the worst place to get punched. It's other, And again, other, it, other, when you first get hit there, it doesn't it doesn't register immediately. It, it's a good 15, 20, maybe even 30 seconds. Then you're just like, oh, shit. I, where's, the, where's the liver then? I need to know where to punch someone. It's left hand punch. Uh, you can hit them like right on the right side. Under the it's rib. like right below your floating ribs. Good to know. Yeah. Appreciate that. So I'm, I'm, a, I'm a righty, so that doesn't help. So, me. so you go headbutt, liver punch. Headbutt. No, liver that, punch. that is perfect. No, no, because has to be a left-handed shot. Yeah, yeah that's right. what I'm saying. I'm a righty. Yeah, southpaws are better. Throw a knee. Throw a knee. Like I'm gonna be more coordinated with my left knee compared to my left hand. Can you imagine like Tucker just somebody grabbing somebody like a Muay Thai clinch and just like start like kneeing the body? Oh fuck yeah, that'd be awesome. Well, all you gotta do is you, you get the clinch, grab the back of the head, and just start throwing knees, alternate knees, back right. and forth. All right, real talk, Stephen. Oh shit! If we go, I think it's Fort. Fuck, it's one of the forts in Alabama. Um, if we go to midget wrestling, will you sign up for the tournament? I think I'm. I think I'm too tall for it. Thank you very much. I don't know. You're built like a hobbit. <laughs> like not even one of the good ones, like the Sam Aston one. I'm in on this. I'll pay your entry fee. <laughs> Dude, I'll, I'm, gonna, I'll I'm five ten. I'm I'm not. How tall are you? <laughs> I'm five nine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was just. So we'll pay both y'all's entry fees. I was just gonna keep going with you though. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed he's been real quiet, <laughs> and I saw him turning real red. 
Y'all yeah. two stand up next to each other. I'm, I'm going to measure this out because I still think Steven's shorter. I got shoes on. Yeah, he does have shoes on. All right, well, so. kick him off if you got to. Oh, Chris is taller. I don't know. Chris is taller. Chris is taller. I'm telling you. Chris is taller. Shit. It may be the shoes, well, though. Well, I was about to say, because I'm It, may, it may be the shoes. So y'all might be the same height. They told me 5'10". I don't know. Yeah, somebody lied to you. Yeah, probably. Sounds better. Those platform shoes he was wearing. <laughs> I, just keep, I just got lifts in my hair. Are you tall enough to ride the rides at the fair? So the agents are eating, and inspector well, the fair we went to, like they didn't. Have the inspector rules. tells them where they can find Dukes, who who they then find. They they threaten to shock him, and Jackson tackles them. Oh, but before that, they introduce themselves. Who the hell are these two scumbags? Just stay out of it, pal. It's not your business, okay? I ain't your pal, Dick Face. <laughs> I love that line. Well, I, I love when uh, when when that was pretty fun. That's probably my favorite line of this whole movie. When Van Dam runs away and and Jackson tackles the two agents, and the uh, Forrest Whitaker takes that stun fucking gun. ancient yes. stun gun. It was like Gen don't one. Mo- don't move or you're going to be shitting sparks. Jesus, all right. I didn't so, hear that. How were they concealing that thing? I mean, it was huge. Like, it was like an old I, Nintendo system, just about. So, I don't know. It looks like Bolo Young was not on steroids, according to the research I've got here. You'll need to send that to me for me to verify. All right. I mean, it's muslimbrawn.com. I mean, like that's... <laughs> yeah, because nobody at muslimbrawn.com is going to use steroids. Okay. Uh, Dukes escapes. Uh, now now there's a chasing montage montage through the streets and over the water in which the agent, agents fall in. By the way, that one agent came up and he spit water out. Mm-hmm. Oof. Oof. I hope he drank that from like a bottle before he did that in that water. Because that's going to be nasty water. Uh, Dukes and the reporter Janice now are having a romantic dinner, which I don't think she, I think I went back once I found her name out and added that in. Cause we still don't have a name for her. I believe. I think we just know she's a reporter. Well, if you're on, uh, Amazon prime, you just click it and then like you can see, the but I wasn't, I was on, yeah, no, I mean, I pulled, I had IMDB. I could have pulled up, but I just, it, I don't know, whatever. Uh, they're having a romantic dinner and she, and she wants access to the Kumite and she, uh, she kind of, she tries to black blackmail him, uh, by dropping about the agents, Helmer and Rollins, which we first get, are asking all over Hong Kong about them. And although she wants to get to the Kumite, she really wants to, quote-unquote, get to know him since they have all night. Yeah, that was very freaking <laughs> obvious what she was wanting there. Oh, yeah. And the next shot is the gratuitous ass shot of Jean-Claude Van Damme pulling up. <laughs> A.K.A. Trash. Steven's favorite part of the movie. I mean, <laughs> got him! Well, I mean, like, like you say, like it's pretty obvious what she wants. Like she wants another magic trick. <laughs> up close. <laughs> up close. Very up close. Now you see it, now you don't. <laughs> well, I'll hide this all together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make this one disappear. Oh man. Hey, you know what? That that's great. It's women's empowerment and in the eighties, you know, she wants what she wants and doesn't expect like a You think he used a rubber? Probably not. I wouldn't. <laughs> it was the eighties, man. <laughs> exactly. It was the eighties, man. AIDS. Ah, fuck it. That's dude. Yeah. You're, you're doing like underground street fighting in Hong Kong and you're worried about wearing a fucking rubber. Like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> like, you get beat in that tournament, man. Like, they're going to take you like a fucking veterinarian. I, you know, here's there's the, no doctors in the fucking <laughs> Hong Kong at this point. Yeah, this isn't sanctioned. I just thought about this, though, because they never go into this. So she's a white American woman that's over in Hong Kong trying to find this secret you know very male dominated society yeah especially in the 80s so she's not working for she's not working for the hong kong times so but why does she have an apartment there like i get if she had a hotel hotel room that was was, was, 
I, that was she his was probably, room. She was probably stationed there. Like, that wasn't I'll his be, room. Are you sure? I thought that was yeah, his hotel room. No, 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 no that was not his room. Later on. But but think about it. He and he and uh, well, you see his room. He's in the late training. for the tournament, and the guy says, "Where you been? I looked for you." Oh yeah, yeah that's yeah, right, yeah. that's right. But you know, like for a long time, long time, like Hong Kong was dominated by like the British, yeah, society. Like, so I doubt she's working for like the London Times. Well, you know, and at the very beginning of the movie, no, I think there's probably like a lot of English speakers over well, there. Like as you saw, like a lot of them learned English. Well, you also at the very beginning. Okay, of the movie, USA. All, <laughs> all right, not that guy. <laughs> Hold on, that at the very beginning okay, of the movie USA. though. The uh, the guy's taking them, you know, through the town or whatever, and he tells them that you know it's become very tourist. I didn't hear that, but yeah. okay. All right, here we go. Sorry. Uh, she wants access to Kumite. Uh, gratuitous. Where are we? Gratuitous ass shot. I know I'm somewhere. Uh, he night. keeps going back to that gratuitous ass. There shot. we go. Yeah. Well, that's because where we fell off. All right. So there's Duke's pulling up his underwear. There's like sappy '80s sitcom moral lesson music playing in the background. As they say goodbye, and he tells her, he finally tells her afterwards, the last thing he does, he can't help her get into the Kumite. After all that, she sleeps with everything. He's like, oh, thanks for that. Sorry, I can't help you for the one thing you asked me for. But you know what? That scene's bullshit. Because, Actually, it's two. He did you, one of the two things. If you, you listen, to, if you listen to, to what Mick says in the Rocky movies, women weaken legs. So there's no way he should have been banging that reporter the day before he goes and fights. What's the, what are the two things she asked? Well, because she wanted him to come back and, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she got so one of the two. Fulfill one okay. Of the two. All right. Not that it really matters because he arrives and finds that Janice, we got a name, uh, was already there, all dressed up, undercover. The fight starts and Muay Thai guy wins. Then Dukes wins. Lee looks unstoppable. He sadistically breaks his opponent's leg. I don't want to know. Oh, uh, you're gonna appreciate this. Can I let me finish reading first? Uh, I, mean, uh, I can tell you're struggling. Might as well go ahead. Because <laughs> you're like flailing shit in the background. Uh, Dukes and Lee defeat another opponent, and then the dude on all fours is all fours lose to the big dude, uh, who then Dukes fights and defeats with the splits and an uppercut to the crotch. Jackson Jackson goes against uh, Lee, which he celebrates by winning too soon, and Lee ends up defeating him, making you think that he killed Jackson, taunting Dukes with his headband. At the hospital, Jackson is shown to be alive. Dukes and Janice argue, uh, and Victor tries to, to refocus him. Janice goes to the inspector. Frank has a very emotional bus ride about letting a friend down and having visions of Lee and Tanaka. There you go. Yeah. So, have we already covered the part where, like, Capoeira guy gets, like, <laughs> gets bear-hugged to death by... Uh by the sumo guy? Did yeah. He, yeah, yeah that's, that's what the part we were just talking about. Yeah, seriously. Like, he's giving him, like, a bear hug, and, like... He acts like he passes out. Like, really? No, like, now that is that is, that is that, no, that's true. That's that's compressive asphyxiation. Your lungs can't expand. You can't breathe. That's but, that's possible. But you also hear that crack quickly. Uh, it would probably take a little longer, but it's yeah. possible. You also hear a crack in there, though. When, yeah. he's, when he's doing his, like, you hear. Oh, I mean, you squeeze me. I mean, my back's going to pop know, like and multiple it could, places. Well, and it could pop a rib too, which you could pass out from the pain from that. Because has anybody here ever broken ribs, or yeah. at least um, cracked them or bruised them? <laughs> I didn't break a rib. I I cracked mine. Would you tickle my... one from? No, you know how it's got muscles around it, or whatever you know. No, yeah. you like... pop that cartilage. Yeah, what happened that, that was too. what happened? <laughs> oh man! But no, I I cracked my ribs one time. So if it was a if he broke his guy's ribs and for for about eight weeks it hurt to breathe. So so you know you got muscles around there, right? Yeah, like in that area. That's how you breathe. <clears throat> All right. So one day we were at uh, my mother in law's house. And we had a slip and slide out there. 
And I decided that I was going to do like, you know, a running start and just like. You're an adult? I'm an adult, yeah. I'm an adult. <laughs> so. Could have fooled me. <laughs> I like how you had to say it twice, like, I'm an adult? No, I'm an adult. <laughs> so I get a running start to go slide, but instead of sliding, I did like a belly flop on it. Mm. Oh, God. I get home that night and everything's cool and fine, right? And I get laying down and going to sleep. And all of a sudden I get up and I'm like. I'm having a hard time breathing, you know, like I'm just like panning, you know. Right. So Taylor uh, takes me up to the uh, hospital and uh, come to find out one of my uh, like lungs collapsed. Oh, Jesus. From it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Holy crap. <laughs> so I was only going off of one. And so I was like <laughs> breathing <laughs> like that. Was she like, Chris, stop. That's annoying how you're breathing. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, it's, it's funny. You're so like, I have actually- a collapsed lung. Yeah. Leave me alone. I've actually seen a guy that he uh, he had a sucking chest wound, which means it punctures a lung, so your lung collapses. It you kind of hear it whistle. Oh, yeah, like you uh, could, could kind of hear the air. Sort of like your butthole after a shit. So, <laughs> so they they put me on. Uh, hey, little, after, after the one I took it's earlier, it's butthole. So this is like midnight. I'm in there, right around midnight. You, you know, they hook up the morphine and all that. You know, and I don't know, know, but it sounds nice. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I get out about one or two o'clock, right? Get back to the house, take an hour nap, go back and work. Oh my god! I think the first person came. I was like, I gotta got go home. <laughs> Chris is an animal. Um, speaking of animals, did y'all see that dog hooked up on that bed next to Ogre in the hospital? No, you didn't see that. No, I didn't notice that. Yeah, they don't have doctors in Hong Kong. Yeah, I must have missed that. It's the veterinarian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this though, when Forrest Whitaker is eating, John, you know, he's like eating the trying to eat the meat. And the guy's like, "I've never eaten here." And he throws it out to a dog. The dog, the looks, dog he's sniffs like, oh, yeah. it. Like, I'm not yeah, doing that either. Not doing it. Well, you notice how he was struggling with the uh, chopsticks? Yeah, it's because he was looking at that dog the whole fucking time. <laughs> well, one I was at least. Dog looked lonely, right? Yeah. <laughs> Man. Well, what about that chase scene where they're where they're running after him and and Van Damme is. Just running literally across. running in circles. Yeah, running, running in circles and running across the the ships. Was it and Benny Hill? Yeah, the, the old Benny Hill. That's it. That's it. That's it. I was I went there, but I was thinking, but I knew it was that. They were so inept. And again, you're you're going after a guy that's that's arguably one of the best, especially one of the best fighters in the world, and you take two guys, one of which is old and the other of which is overweight. I mean. Yeah, I mean, like you can't send the entire army into fucking Hong Kong. It's not. It looked like an invasion. Yeah, but when the when Inspector Chen or Constable or whatever he was told them where he was, why not say, "Hey, we're going to give you a dozen police officers to go and surround this guy and let's take him into custody." Oh, uh, they tried that. You don't remember in the corridor? No, we haven't got there yet. Yeah, I just think it's silly. Also, it's just poor writing that we didn't get. We finally get the names of the reporters from of the reporters of the agents from the reporter. You know, two thirds into the movie, three quarters into the movie. Which you didn't have her name for a long time, but which at the hospital to, to be fair at the hospital is the first time I remember fair, hearing the reporter's to, to name. To be fair, how many times in college did you go home with someone you didn't know her name? That's not the point. We're talking about it this movie. Kind of is. To be fair. To be fair. Trey looks like he has an answer for this no, question. It's never a good sign. Like, no dead air. I might have known it when we went home. Like, <laughs> that next day, like not there. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> hey, 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 what's up, you? Hey, what are you still doing here? Yeah, uh, you're still here. <laughs> so there was one time I went home oh with this girl. God. Oh God! And oh, it was after a fraternity party at a different fraternity house. And um, you know, whatever. We get back to her place, 
<laughs> hang out in her bedroom, <laughs> in her bed. And that bitch made me sleep in the wet spot. <laughs> Were you showing her up close magic? I was. <laughs> showed, her, showed her 30 seconds of fury. <laughs> oh, God. Did you, did you give her the dim mock? Uh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. There's nothing worse than sleeping in the wet spot. Am I right? I wouldn't know. I've never done it. Really? I'm, nobody's ever been forced to sleep in the wet spot? Nope. Chris, you're a degenerate. <laughs> My bed's big enough. I just, you know, we go to either side. Yeah, well, I mean, this was college. Like, it wasn't the option. It was a twin bed. And her bed was a twin? What size of bed was it? I know. No, I never have. I always roll off and play my spot. It was big enough for two of us to sleep in it, but I mean, like, it, I mean, you gotta you gotta keep it in the middle so you can, you know. I, I've always had at least keep yeah. it in the middle. What do you mean? No, you go on one side, and then when you get done, you roll off onto the side you're gonna be on, <laughs> and then you start faking I mean, like so you're asleep. Turn not, your back and fake like you're asleep. I'm not saying I've never done that, but I'm, I try to at least be cordial and try to meet in the middle. So we each can go to. I mean, I get it. If you so both the so you're both laying in the wet spot, if right? You, no, if that's you have a king size decision. bed, yeah. But I mean, like, that's what I said. It's not. I've had a I had a queen size in college, but when I when we got married, we got a king size. So and we do now. I think I, I had a full have, size right, by then. All right, here's another one. Uh, have you ever okay. been in the throes of passion and had your bed collapse on you? Yes, the way the frame came apart because like the fucking uh, slat slid out. And, like, no, and I'll tell just I, no, and I'll tell you why. Because when I was in college, I was so fucking broke, I didn't even have a bed frame. It was a say, box spring on the box floor. Box spring on the floor. Yeah. yeah, I've had a bed collapse, but I'm not talking about that story. <laughs> what we'll, we'll ask Taylor. No, no, yeah, no it won't be is, a Taylor story. No, it's not a Taylor story. No. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, our our bed did collapse, but not. It's not. It's not that salacious. It was just, just shitty. Like you know, had to fix it. Screw popped out. In high school, I don't remember this girl's name. I think her name was Ashley, but like she was great below me and fuck her. Like uh, <laughs> me and Bubba were over at her house. Bubba had a crush on. Oh her. no! And I don't know why the fuck I was there, but like I was there, and we were both in her bedroom, and like. I was just cock blocking basically, and like, <laughs> You're such a dick. And like I just th- grab him and like because we we're both wrestling on the and on the wrestling team, and I throw him on her bed and like her bed just collapses and like I'm like all right deuces I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty sure she had to explain why her bed was broken. Oh my to her God, oh, my uh, just we'll get back on this, but I'll say uh, in high school I had a water bed for years. And so we always slept in the wet spot. Uh, so we had a waterbed. Yeah, such douche. It's so eighties. <laughs> super. It's not even like that's like douche eighties. <laughs> well, he was from Vestavia. Vestavia. Do you ever like wake up sleeping on your stomach with like an erection? You just like poke it into the bed and like just put a hole in it. <laughs> Damn, that's one sharp penis. Well, he has a needle dick. I um, <laughs> I, I I got no. This is this is one hundred percent true. I got that was that was divorce guilt. Is what that 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 whole bedroom suit and my new rollerblades. I think I'm, I don't think I got a bike. Pure divorce guilt when my parents got divorced because we moved into a smaller house in in Vestavia, uh, and so my mom bought me. She's like, "What kind of bed do you want? You can get anything you want." I said, "I want a fucking water bed." Because it was like to be fair, I I, I think I wanted one. I mean, way it, back it's got to be tough moving into the four thousand square foot house like from where you were. Yeah, going from going from a nine thousand to a four thousand—that's so yeah. tough. God, that, that's peak poor. We man. didn't even we didn't even have to we didn't even get to bring the help. 
That's, why, that's all those jokes about my mom not being a good cook. Now you know why. Yeah, you just can't like invite your friends over anymore. Like, oh guys. Well, we didn't have any. Yeah, we didn't have any chauffeurs either anymore. Vestavia, you assholes. <laughs> I think you're the one who's got the douchebag water bed. You just said you wanted one. I probably did. Yeah, so fuck <laughs> but off. But he never, but he never had one, so he yeah. wasn't a douche. Well, that's because right, your parents right. had a, had a successful marriage. So congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> I've got divorce issues. You've got successful parents, successful marriage parents. They stay together. I got a divorce waterbed. All right, let me have that. You dick. All right, Dukes is heading to the final day when agents, uh, agents and the inspector and some cops try to stop him, which they don't. Uh, he shows up late, and somehow the agents and the reporter get in with no issues. Duke starts uh, starts against the Muay Thai guy. The trade blows, probably his hardest fight yet. But he wins. Uh, Lee then kills his opponent. Everyone turns their back and he threatens Duck. Uh, ah, Dukes. Sorry. <laughs> Every time. Don't apologize to me. He he uh, he threatens Dukes. You break my record. I think now this happened I actually. Break you. Like I break your friend. That actually happened, I guess, when they started fighting. But he did threaten the guy. You are next. Here's what I don't understand. I'm going to go ahead and throw this out here. He kills the guy. They all turn his back on their their backs on him. So is he not disqualified, or they just don't agree that he they killed? No, him? They, it was it was. They thought that it was uh, disrespectful, disrespectful, unnecessary, yeah. that sort of thing. Okay. They they were showing their contempt for him at that point. But he but he's allowed to stay in the in the yeah. In the he didn't do anything technically illegal. Okay. Here's the other thing. So now they're in shorts, and and Duke's also in wearing his gi. Uh, Lee has something put in his waistband. He tells Duke's. Oh, that's where, yeah, what I just played, the breaking the record thing. Um, Can we talk about how comfy, like, some of those pajama pants are? You talking about ghee pants, or you talking about the pants? I mean, I lo- there was a lot of silk pants in there, man. I was sitting there thinking, <laughs> yeah. like, it was, like, at the Playboy Mansion. Well, have you ever you ever uh, slept on silk sheets? Yes. Yeah, it gets real hot. Not that only time. that, it pulls the hair out of your legs. Nah, I never had that problem. Oh, shit, I have. Okay, so, um, e- you sure it was real silk? Not, yeah. like, poor people's silk? Like Stephen had to well, sleep on satin. No, that's it. No, that's Stephen, what it is. Stephen had real satin. silk. We had the poor people's yeah. silk. Satin, satin. Yeah, no, no, no. Is that no, is that satin? Is satin? Yeah. yeah. All right. The fight begins and they trade blows. Uh, even the agents now are they're they're pulling for Dukes. Uh, Lee takes the tablet out. He's of his, a lovable character. I guess so. Is because Jean-Claude because for no reason they're all allowed in now into the super secret tournament that they have to arrest him for and that she didn't want him to fight in, but now they're going to cheer for him. But whatever, that's fine. We'll keep going. Right. Uh, Lee takes the tablet out of his pocket, crushes it in his hand, and then throws it in Duke's eyes, blinding him. Lee gets the upper hand and is uh, toying with with Duke's. He screams and finds his Zen moment to dramatic synth music yeah but if we didn't have that blinding scene where he's like we would be missing out on a whole bunch of memes that's true uh dukes catches lee's hand and kicks him and then he throws him uh he comes back kicking lee and and finally submitting him and taking taking back jackson's headband he is shown receiving a, a katana which he dedicates to tanaka jackson is shown to be this is for yushidoshi yes Jackson is shown back to uh, at his to Jackson is shown being back to his old self, drinking beer in the ho- quote unquote hospital. Uh, they have a bonding moment. Dukes tells him he loves him and kisses him. Jackson says, "Me too." A- the agents are waiting on him, but he's already on the plane. Duke sees Janice. They salute each other and freeze frame to the music and the text. So, and the end credits it says, "This motion picture is based upon the true events of the life of Frank W. W. Dukes." 
From 1975 to 1980, Frank Dukes fought 329 matches. He retired undefeated as the world heavyweight full contact. Uh, is it is it the same as before? Kumite. Yeah, Kumite. Kumite. Oh, I guess I spelled it different. Kumite champion. Uh, Mr. Duke still holds uh, four world records: fastest knockout, 3.2 seconds; fastest punch with a knockout, 0.42 seconds; fastest kick with a knockout, 72 miles per hour. Which how do you even fucking judge that? Uh, most. Consecutive knockouts in a single tournament, 56. Uh, subsequently, Mr. Dukes founded the first American ninjutsu system, Dukes Wright. Okay, so first of all, Bolo, Bolo Young was really, really comfortable <laughs> with having somebody else reach in his pants and put like that little tablet in Like he got really kind of down in there. Like that was like, I would just go, bro, just hand it to me and I'll stuff it down there. I mean, so he, got, he was really comfortable with that. So that was a, a little bit weird. Do you, do you think that was like the little area of his waistband where he tucks his boners? <laughs> like, like flips them up? Extra yeah, sticky. Yeah, dude, you got to flip them up. I mean, yeah, you always flip it up. Think about like how many times like that saved you like in school. Oh, hell yeah. A ton. Literally yeah. every you were day. homeschool, bud. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't always homeschooled, you dickheads. Yeah, except for high school when you get them the I, I, most. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, you were homeschooled after fourth grade. So like pretty much the entire time you were getting boners. <laughs> Hard to hide them in a robe. You kind of walked in on that one, man. Did the whole uh, cult wear robes too, or oh, fuck all y'all? <laughs> so what about that uh, that ricochet shot where where and Forrest the homosexuals Whitaker, Forrest Whitaker fire? Are they both fired their little stun guns? Their nineteen seventy stun oh, guns. Oh god, yeah. And he, he picks r- up the, picks up the garbage can garbage lid. Can and they lid. ricochet off that and hit, and just so fortunately hit two armed. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't they both just just Forrest Whitaker fired and like they both deployed out of that one and. There's four out of the and, one, and, and then while they're distracted, then he takes. The I thought light, they. I thought the they both guys. fired. No, he takes normal, oh, uh, yeah. normal eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's oh like, God. "I'm gonna, I'm gonna blast like this police captain over here." Yeah, because I mean, he's already assaulted like four police officers up to this point. So I don't give a damn if you're... Well, and that inspector just leaves. Like, he just goes away. I don't like, remember... Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, I'm done with this. He's, then, he's assaulted four of my officers, but I don't care. That's because they stopped him from, like, pulling his gun to shoot him. <laughs> yeah. And then <laughs> like, those agents, guys. They, they're just like, you got to come back with us. He's like, I'm going to fight. And they're like, okay, no, you can I'll go I'll see fight. you at the airport tomorrow at nine. Yeah. And then they go and watch him, like... I just, they switch so fast. Why? Like they're from. You gotta well, come back to. You know, okay. This, all right. We'll see you tomorrow. Right, you get it. You get it. At this point, you know you're not gonna stop him. So right. Well, if Chung Lee was gonna kill him though, like because. So so here's the, so here's the thing. If 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 it got to the point to where Chung Lee was gonna kill him, what's to stop crazy eyed white guy from st- stepping up and blasting what, him with a stun no, no, gun? No 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 no. no two no. different people. No. no, no. Oh, Force Whitaker. Cra- crazy eyes is the black guy. <laughs> Okay, so what's to stop normalized from pulling out his little stun gun and zapping uh, that's Chong what Lee? That's what I'm saying. Like, would they do that? Would, would they get him disqualified? I don't know how that works. I mean, I think I think Chong Lee wins by default at that point, but yeah. Dukes doesn't get killed. There you go. Um, Janice did say though; she said she didn't want to watch Dukes fight and maybe die. But again, then she's fucking there cheering him on. Women, bad writing. No women, bad writing. Can't make up their mind. Oh, I mean, I mean, I, she's for she's all about him because he's in the tournament. Well, it's like the girl, it's like the girl from Warrior last week, where uh, or whenever we did, yeah, I think it was last week. The girl from Warrior who's like, I'm never gonna watch you fight again, and she shows up at night two of uh, yeah of Sparta. 
There was a couple of times when Lee would jump around and he was like yelling, but there was no sound. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was kind of a weird, you know, because I think because I think all of his I think all of his uh, words were, were dubbed over, and so they took out any sound that he actually makes. He probably he's probably like, yeah, trust me. So interesting little story about before we, before we wind this up. Interesting little story about Frank Dukes. The whole reason this movie got made based on his life was because he gave an he gave a. a um, an interview to a writer at Black Belt Magazine three or four years earlier. And without any verification, this writer from Black Belt Magazine posted all this shit where Dukes was claiming that he was like a... Uh, the Kumite King? Well, yeah. He claimed, he talked about the Kumite. He talked about Is, how he was like a, a contract worker for the CIA and he had secretly gotten a Congressional Medal out. of Honor. And, time out, time out. Is the Kumite real? Is that a real thing? I'm getting there. Okay. And uh, that he had... Uh, Gotten like a Congressional Medal of Honor, and he fought in this Kumite, and his his instructor was uh, Sinzo Tanaka, which coincidentally is also the same name as a, a Bond character from You Only Live Twice. Hmm. So, um, <clears throat> but anyway, so all, he, that, he's, all that to say, he's showing all he shows off people his his uh, trophy from the tournament and everything, and you know it comes out later that it's you know, all like, like 10, 15 years later that it's a hundred percent bullshit. I mean, he made all that shit up. He was well, a compulsive fucking liar. If you if you if you're in a secret <laughs> tournament that is like that, people die in. I'm just. Do you really get the plastic? You know, first place trophy. You know. Well, the the guy that the dude. dude so he had a, he had a he had a trophy. On top. He had yeah, a trophy saying that he took, he was first place in the Kumite in whatever year, and then um, when it came out that he was that he bullshit all this, the there was a shop out in like somewhere in California. I was like, no, we made that trophy for him. I remember doing that. <laughs> um, his his when he's blind, just that whole like, <gasps> like oh god, it's just bad. It's bad. It's pretty accurate. It's bad. I mean, if I was blind, I'd be doing that too. <sighs> Chris, when you take off your glasses, like, are you feeling around like that? Yeah, exactly. Just so, like that. Okay, it's so, got the blur so and everything. He Same was doing thing. a Helen Keller impersonation. And 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 when he when he finally defeats water, Lee, Helen, water. <laughs> this goes back to the whole thing about like. I didn't go that far with it. This is. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I did not go that far with it. <laughs> this is the whole thing about like when he block when you block one punch and then you start just punching him in the gut and the guy's just going. Ugh. He does at least at least three spinning kicks, spinning jump kicks. Yeah, but he never connect. He he was faking him out. It was like a rope a dope. He was altering his timing on each one of those kicks. I thought he would Lee, every time Lee was it was pushing him back. Yeah, every time Lee was going. Ugh, ugh. He wasn't making contact because you see. Well, I know he's not Chong, making contact. No well, one actually got Chong punched Lee, in the whole fucking movie. No, no shit. But you no. see Chong Lee ducking those kicks. So, so yeah. what his point is this: position you only on got mat. you only got so far on on the mat before you get off. So mm-hmm. he's just pushing him further back till he hits the edge where he can't move any further back. That's another thing. Why did they change the mat? Where it was angled, like like the one that he practiced so you on. No, so you noticed like the yeah. change the mat too, because I was yeah. thinking like huh. they said to change it, but yeah. why for the final match? Because yeah. normally it's just a big flat mat. Well, and it was pretty that, wide. I guess because you get more angle. They didn't explain. They didn't didn't really explain why, but did it make it bigger? No, no it it's, it's smaller. Just, yeah. Well, well usually, no. usually if you blow on it, it gets bigger. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, let's go to final thoughts. Uh, uh, this is not over yet, sir. Wait, we still have like a little bit left. No, no we don't. That's it. No, that's it. No. All right. Well, then I got two issues with this chick because when they're in there, like talking to Ogre, she's sitting there, like, like she's running her mouth, just like, oh, he said Matei, you know, 
talking about Chung Lee, like uh-huh. when when Jean Claude Van Damme won, like she's in there like running off at the mouth, like telling like his business, you know, like you couldn't be like, yeah, I won this for you. Like she's doing all the talking, and then at the end, like that shitty fucking like yeah thing, yeah, like oh my god, you remember Double Dragon? Double Dragon. Uh, yeah, but I mean, like, <laughs> like where she does that to him, is like, bitch, you don't know any fucking thing about martial arts. Just sit over there and like say bye. You don't know what they got up to that night. She could have like, been a secret ninja assassin. Yeah. I mean, you think they made up like a secret handshake in like the one night of like fucking they had? She because, probably like, showed him his kung fu grip. And seriously, <laughs> her kung fu grip. And, and or who, that. who's telling with that. Their hands. Who's telling another dude that you love him after like a week of hanging out together? I mean, we got a pretty strong bro love. Pretty 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 quick off pretty the bat. Pretty quick, yeah, we did. Yeah, but I mean, like, can like, you some, some stranger, I mean, the love tonight? I don't think I've ever told you I love you, but we have kissed. Not like on lips, obviously. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. It was just a little weird. I mean, you know, but that's that's intense. Yeah, they, they just went through an intense fighting I'll give you that. Uh, tournament, yeah. so... That, that, well, that, one of them went through it. One of them just sort of like passed out. And he went through. through it. He went through most of it. <laughs> he, got a, he got his ass kicked, and, he, and we thought he almost died. Towards the end. Towards the end. All right. Well, yeah, uh, that would have been pretty interesting if he would have just went in and finished them off, and oh. then Ogre and Jean Claude Van Damme also face like, off against each other in the final. That would have been pretty bad. That would have been an interesting twist. One of the facts was on Amazon Prime Night. I can't verify it because I'm not good at math, but <laughs> they said if you have a phone with a calculator sitting right in front of you, wait, wait for it. They said based on like whatever, it's like minute forty five of the movie. It they said. There would have to be 74 quadrillion fighters in the Kumite for it to have gone down, like Frank Nuke said. Uh, what do you mean? I don't understand. There would have had to have been 74 quadrillion, which is more than like the You're talking about the 56 consecutive knockouts yeah, in the tournament? Yeah, all that and like the number um, of fights and stuff. Uh, yeah. Because uh, it was such a big thing. You're talking about the real Frank Dukes. Based on like what he said, like for the math to work, yeah. there would have to be 74 quadrillion fighters over those years. Maybe it took several so, years. So, I mean, like, everyone in the world, time some. Yeah. Had to times fight. multiple times. Because yeah. there's only, what, six billion on the planet? Or seven, close, closer to seven or eight. Seven point six or something. Mm. How, for how many years did he do it for? Five. He did it for five years? Mm. And he won 500 and something fights. Wow. Let's see. Uh, it's like 556 consecutive knockouts, too. Fights and no, it's 329 matches, what he said. Okay, so 329. But but think about how many other fights went on. Yeah, during that three hundred twenty nine matches over five years. Yeah, I think you're right. You're and and the, and the and, most and that's one every that's one every three days. Yeah, and the most consecutive yeah, knockouts. Four to five days. I thought that, and then thing then they say they do every five years. Yeah, originally. they said every five years. Something like that. But the they, most I mean, consecutive only knockouts one time then. Yeah, I guess. That's, I mean, if technically, the story wouldn't hold up because he only would fight one time. Well, if that's he only did for five depending years. on. Well, we don't know if if the is the Kumite. So we don't know if it's, it's actually it's real. It's bullshit. Or not. Yeah, it's not real. It's bullshit. But whenever the guy was talking, his entire story was, and they were talking about the yeah, and they, every five whatever, years, this every five years, yeah. but he only did it for five years, right? Yeah. So it's, well, he could have hit two fights over a five-year period. Yeah. Yeah. Fifty-six uh, single knockouts in a row, or fifty-six consecutive knockouts. So. Well, notice I said I couldn't verify it. There you go, yeah. Trey. What are your final thoughts, buddy? The nostalgia is great. The movie was not. It didn't hold up. No. Like, I mean, all, all the way down to, like, stopping a rape with a magic trick, down to, like, <laughs> some stupid skank, like, running around telling you business and shit, like, at the end. Like, what do you give it? it? It's a four and a half beer movie. Wow, starting off rough. 
I mean, I'm going to put it this way. It's for, it's a product of its time when it, when it came out. It's good for what it was trying to be back then, a fun action movie that you don't... There's not a lot of character building and there's not a lot of thinking that goes on with it. All that being said, it is fun to watch. I can't give it as bad of a score as you did. It, this is a strictly average movie. You just whistled. I, just I, whistled. I think I did. It's, a, stri- it's a strictly average movie at, at two and a half beers. Um, it's funny you said character building because there was literally none. There was absolutely no character building. I'll give you. I, I'll give you a little bit of Jackson, and that's about it. I don't know. That's not true. There's some character building. Like he went from like full on frittata to like half a frittata at the end. <laughs> I just, I mean, it's it's so campy and it's so it's so poorly acted, poorly written. I get that it is a product of its time. I understand that, but unfortunately, its time has passed, and 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 it just no. I can't. Four and a, I'm going to give it four and a half. This is just. I would rather watch Double Dragon again because at least it has the redeeming quality of Alyssa Milano and her and her ass. You need to be drug tested. Yeah, I'm gonna disagree on that one. What redeeming quality does this movie have? Like, why would you watch it again? Would you for the fight? Yeah, for, for the, the nostalgia. For the, yeah, like everything. See, I, see, here's the thing. I have no nostalgia on it. If I maybe if I'd have watched it as a kid, yeah. but I have zero nostalgia for yeah, it. But I'll watch it like every three years or so. Like, yeah, I mean, I, the best part of this movie, Jackson and some of the music, because I do love the 80s synth pop. I'm, I'm down with that. You know, but and steal the night. I think I've got that. <laughs> is, that the, is that the end song? I think it might be. I can't remember. But yeah, so 4.5 for me. Wow. All right. So I think this would be a great movie if you're as high as fuck. <laughs> it would be just like an awesome movie. If you you, do you a probably lot would look over all that. You'd be like, the fight scenes, you'd be like, fucking badass. Oh, bro. You know? But uh, however, though, none of us were high as shit. I'm assuming yeah. watching this, like, pretty safe assumption. There were badly missed punches, like in those. Really, that's what I'm saying. You wouldn't notice that if you're really high as hell. badly missed. So maybe if you did that and watch it, this would be like a great movie. If you can, get I agree. Sh- I will agree with this. Like watching it as a kid, I loved it. I thought it was one of the best movies out there and all. But however, I'm just going to give it a four. Okay. Wow, that's pretty rough from everybody. So Tucker, will you steal some marijuana from the evidence locker in a few years and we'll watch it again? Uh. <laughs> No, I will do that. That's how you go to prison. Did you ever find those mushrooms for us? Uh, All right. So if if we average up, uh, yes, Stevens yes, four and a half, Chris is four, Trace four and a half, my two and a half. This movie comes out to a three point seven five, which is going to be pretty low on the list of everything we've done. As it should. Um, What's uh? You got Double Dragon. I, I know somewhere? Double Dragon is well. I remember Double Dragon score because everybody gave it a five except for me, and I gave it a four and a half because of the uh, the explosion on the river was so cool. <laughs> I remember that specifically. <laughs> oh, crap. I didn't give this one as bad as Double Dragon. And I said, at least Double Dragon had a redeeming quality. <laughs> I mean, I guess the argument here is that Jean-Claude Van Damme, I mean, he had arguably a successful career as a, as a B-movie actor. He was never A-list. He was No, he was an A-list actor. He was an A-list action star maybe, in maybe the 80s a, and 90s. A-minus. Uh, he, he was almost the Predator. He was almost he the Predator. Uh, well, he he it's because he backed out because he realized he didn't get to like fight Arnold Schwarzenegger in the movie. Yeah, because he wanted to do like, well, and he uh, wanted to, oh, he, really? wanted, he wanted to to hand to hand like do his his martial arts fight with a uh, with Schwarzenegger and it didn't work out. Ah, well. the, I actually think he got fired if I remember correctly. Potato potato at that point. Not true. What about Tucker? <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> you can find us at theguysreview.simplecast.com. Our email, if you want to send us anything for me to read, uh, is theguysreviewpod at gmail.com. Instagram at theguysreviewpod. Facebook.com slash theguysreviewpod. Please like us and rate us on, uh, not Facebook, Apple Podcast. Apple. Well, look, yeah. if, you, if you send something in, I don't care. You send in whatever. Stephen will read it. Yeah. You can... Much. Talk about his his bald spot that he's got on the back of his head. I don't like care. I said. Easy widow's peak. <laughs> you whatever. We'll read it, or he'll read it, or yeah. try to read it. <laughs> you can request for someone else to read it. I'm I'm okay with that. I'll allow it. I'm not that picky. I'll allow it. <laughs> but thank you for t- uh, tuning in. Do we we still have to? Oh, so next week is actually going to be Memorial Day. Correct. So we have decided. We, we went through a lot of different ideas. Hey, for this. this is coming out after. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. This comes out tomorrow. Yes. War comes out tomorrow. This is going to come out on the 22nd and then Memorial Day. Oh, fuck. I got the dates mixed up in my yeah. head. Okay. Yeah. You're right. So, anyways, you're right. yeah. We need to cut that. That's fun. You I, don't whatever. have to cut it. Leave it. I know. Yeah. It's just dumb. Um, so, next week is going to be Memorial Day. We, we, we had a bunch of different ideas and we thought, you know, what's the best way to approach this respectfully, but still be us and, and have fun. And we think the best way to honor uh, fallen soldiers is to express the, the freedom that they gave us. And to to honor them and do a, a, a war movie called Lone Survivor with uh, Mark Wahlberg, correct? And but also, I mean, we're still going to be ourselves. We're going to joke around. We're going to try to have fun and and you know be thankful that we have that ability due to you know fallen soldiers, unfortunately. So, um, uh, I, it, to put it a little bit better, it's it's due to the sacrifices they made. They were they they every the every, ultimate sacrifice. Every military member, and this goes down to. Police, fire, EMS, everything. That's you, you put your life on the line every day, and regardless of how bad things get in this country, you, no one can ever say thank you enough. They they perform an amazing service, and they do. There, it's they're all full of amazing. All the branches are full of amazing people, and we cannot thank you enough for what you do. True. So, uh, but until then, thank you again for listening. We really appreciate it, and everyone have a good week. <laughs>